The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome to one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out JasonQualsCFP.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. Questions, comments, you can direct those by clicking email the show or the social media links that can be found at financialcoachingradio.com. Let's talk about the financial industry real quickly. How is the financial industry set up today? I don't mean like banks and all that stuff. Financial advice. Typically, there are three types of advisors. And I'm not talking about compensation. If you go out and try to hire one, you're going to find three. You're going to find Guys who work with a financial institution, a bank, and Edward Jones, and Merrill Lynch, uh, another investment house, maybe an insurance company. Or you're going to find some guys that are loosely affiliated with broker-dealers that are more on the independent side. And there's going to be the few and far between those that are truly independent, true fiduciaries like me, uh, that open up their own private practice. And I think that everyone wants to look more independent, more unbiased, uh, more conflict of interest free but the what you you pull back the curtain and you look inside what's going on no matter what appears to be there most advisors cannot properly serve your best interest because of the conflicts of interest they have with you and themselves or with you and their firm you know if they're working for someone else that business exists to make money and how they make money is they make money off of you and if they're telling if the company is telling their advisor do more of this don't do more of that do this do that telling them what they can and cannot do maybe incentivizing them to do something that is questionable maybe not always in someone's best interest you can see how that tugs at what's not right for you and that's why people stray away some financial gals and guys and they go for a more pseudo independent uh, model where they affiliate with a broker dealer maybe a name that you know but they have an office that's really set up by them maybe their own staff but that still doesn't take away some of the issues or the conflicts of interest they have with you and the advisor what you're looking for this is the crucial piece what you're, you're looking for is someone you can hire that whatever they're going to recommend you do or don't do that whether you do it or don't do it it doesn't change their financial life one way or the other example if i recommend someone buy insurance or buy this insurance policy or company over that one 
whether you do it or don't do it does not change my financial world same thing on the investments if you buy a mutual fund an etf a stock a bond a cd an option cryptocurrency whatever we're talking about and relates to your own financial situation if you take action on those my recommendations doesn't change my life financially now, you've already hired me you've already paid my fee uh, you've already you're already paying me in some form or fashion whether or not you take my advice same thing if you just you just say i'm not listening to jason he knows nothing about what he's talking about you don't do it there's no compensation that i'm losing that's what you're looking for you're looking for someone who can guide you in a pure fashion who knows what they're talking about and that's why i tell you each and every day on financial coaching radio work with only independent fee only certified financial planners make sure they only work for you paid by you have the top credential in the business go to jason qualls cfp.com for more another thing that i've noticed as it relates to financial advisors and planners and don't use those terms interchangeably uh, a financial advisor to me you know even people call me that is more of a salesperson a financial planner could be not as much of a salesperson but they also could be someone who is more on the budgeting side so it's, the terms aren't kind of universal they're not interchangeable what i call myself as a financial planner uh i don't call myself an advisor i don't call my you know i'm a cfp but you know, what do you do? I'm a financial planner. That means I help my clients with everything their money touches, from tax planning to estate planning, investment management, everything in between. Yours should too, if that's the advice you're looking for. But let's talk about advisors as it relates to young people. <clears throat> I think you're getting a backlash, and maybe it's just because I'm no longer young anymore. <laughs> But I think the financial advice industry is getting a bit of a backlash from all the crappy advice they've been given over the last 10 or 20 years. And young people have actually turned it out and said, I don't need you. They're like, you don't need you can go out and, and do your own investing with index funds and, and do your own planning uh, through your, your own education. And they're really jaded on whether or not hiring, whether it's a great financial planner or not. They're just like, I don't need this person. I don't need them. I can do this on my own. Now, a little bit of that is arrogance of being young, because we all have that, right? We're young and dumb. We think we know it all. When we're 15, we think we know as much as a 25-year-old. When we're 25, we think we know as much as a 45-year-old. And it's not until we reach 45, we go, hell, I didn't know anything at all <laughs> along the way. I'm sure you felt that way, too. So a lot of it, it's arrogance, or some of it's arrogance with young people thinking they don't need financial planners. Some of it's the backlash because there's so many financial sales hacks, <clears throat> excuse me, sales hacks out there have given such piss poor advice uh, to their clients that they've just left a bad taste in everybody's mouth and nobody wants to trust the industry anymore. But I think some of it is not realizing the value of a great planner. You know, there really is no secret sauce. You know, there's information that I have that maybe you may not have because this isn't your day job. But the information that I have in my head, it's not like it's some secret. You know, the estate planning techniques out there that I use and tax planning techniques and investment management, you know, it's, it's not some secret. Uh, what I know, anyone could know. But what a great financial planner does is protect you from unscrupulous bad financial advice out there and they protect you from yourself i don't think 
a younger person that's bashing the financial advice industry. And some of them have make some great points. In many cases, you can do, I'd rather say you probably do some things on your own than go work with a financial sales hack. But it's a misunderstanding of the value that advisors create. And the reason is because most investors, just on the investment side, I'm not, let's not even go into estate planning, all the things you could fumble up on your estate plan and your tax plan. But think about that. If I saved you from one mistake on your estate plan, and it was a $10,000 mistake, isn't my $1,000 fee worth that? What if I saved you a $5,000 tax mistake by reviewing your tax planning and tax returns? Wouldn't that be worth my fee? If you avoided buying a crappy financial, high-cost financial product that's not in your best interest, or you avoided buying high and selling low like the majority of investors out there, they have no investment strategy, no plan that is willy-nilly do a little bit of this, do a little Bitcoin, do a little stocks, do a little bonds, try some options, speculate on gold. They have no plan. If I can protect you from mistakes that cost you several thousands of dollars, whether it be investments, taxes, estate planning, is my fee not worth that? And you would say, absolutely, the deal is, how can you be sure you'll do that? Because that's what great planners do. They create value, not in this tangible, oh, my rate of return was 10% and yours was nine. I'm better than you. No. Investments aren't investments aren't investments. When cost is not factored in, but on the planning side, if I protect you from investing in a financial asset or financial product that's not right for you, give you some tax advice that saves you thousands, give you some estate planning advice that saves you even more, and we manage your, your investments in a way so you don't shoot yourself in the foot, those are the value-added items that financial advice can provide. So if you think it's not true, there's plenty of stats to back that up. Learn more at Jason Qualls, CFP. Dot com. I'm back right after this. We'll talk estate planning with John Baker. Right after A very old friend came by today because he was telling everyone in town of the love that he just. Hey, financial coaching radio listeners. If you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free, certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to JasonQualsCFP.com or call 878-2134 today. Okay, folks, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you were my client or a loved one, I would never let you get your wills done online. This is truly a case of where you only get what you pay for, and those you leave behind will be the ones to pay the price. Go see estate planning attorney John Baker today by calling 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Again, that's 896-5621 or bakercouncil.com. Get the expert estate planning advice you need today. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. 
That she had the longest, blackest hair The prettiest green eyes anywhere And Marie's the name of his latest flame Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Joining us now is John Baker, estate planning attorney. BakerCouncil.com is the web address to know all about John Baker. He practices in or specializes in estate planning, also elder law, Medicaid planning, asset protection. John, anything new? Uh, I know there's a lot of clatter going on before uh, the Ukraine stuff about estate planning law changes. I haven't heard as much about that in recent months. Have they just decided to table what they're going to do with the inheritance tax after talking it to death uh, during the election? Yeah, that was that was my read of it. The uh, you know there were different proposals in in the various uh, legislation that was tendered to do you know different things with the state taxes, uh, but you know the, ultimately. Uh, you know, all that was basically tabled and taken out of the, you know, the one, the one bill that passed last year. And so, uh, so yeah, it's all, all basically uh, status quo, uh, but the current exemption levels, which are extremely high, uh, you know, those will, uh, those laws will basically sunset. They're part the of the sunset of, in 2025? That's right, the end of 2025. So we will revert back, and those exemptions will drop it, uh, basically, you know, roughly in half. So is $11 million per person now, something like that? Right. Well, it's, it's it's higher than that with the adjustments for inflation. But, yeah, you're getting into, uh, you know, very large estates that, that would have to, you know, presently be worried about the estate tax in, in Tennessee. So uh, around twelve million per person. So that's going to yeah, be a cut it, in that's, half. That's a good just rule of thumb. And so cut the, that in half if they do nothing. Right, and and so uh, you know, we'll, you know, no, nobody knows what will happen between now and then. But uh, but what that means is, particularly since Tennessee also, or Tennessee does not have a estate tax anymore, uh, that uh, most people in Tennessee, uh, you know, don't don't presently. You know, have to pay estate taxes and are, are not going to really have to be concerned. So, so when does a, a, an inheritance tax or estate p- tax apply, and who does it apply to? I think that's yeah. a big question people have. So, so it's something that you know it's paid at death, but there is the unlimited marital deductions, and there's uh, something you know spousal portability. So, uh, typically, uh, you know, in a married couple. You know, no estate tax would be owed when the when the the spouse the first spouse to die. However, if it you know if it's a very large state uh, and it exceeds exceeds the exemptions, you know when the second spouse dies, you know there could be estate tax. Um, something like over twenty four million, something yeah, like that. Of course, people that have wealth in those ranges are doing you know estate tax planning and and things to you know to reduce or eliminate those taxes so under a total estate between husband and wife under 24 million no inheritance tax typically uh, that's and right. then when when the taxes do is it just paid by what the assets left over by the person is it paid by the beneficiaries i think that is a big question okay. people yes so so it's an it, the estate is is the is the primary obligor so so the estate is going to pay the the tax uh which which uh so it's coming from the decedent's assets 
So husband passes away, leaves everything to wife. She dies, passes away, and she has some estate taxes due. Then okay. the assets that are that she survived with or she passed away with are going to be used to pay those taxes. Right, right. It, what happens if there is not enough liquid liquid cash to pay taxes? I know that was a, a financial planning. People were using life insurance for that many years ago when the exemptions are a lot lower. Is that a, a concern with people? Are they are they planning ahead to make sure there's liquidity there to pay taxes? I'm thinking if someone has a family farm that's you know worth a hundred million dollars, <throat> that's not liquid, right? So yeah, so they do need to plan with that and and know you know how how it is going to be paid. So so if if you've got those issues, then yeah, you need to know see what uh, what the payment options would be. You know what your liquidity is and all of those things. So, you know, kind of, again, when you've got people that have wealth, you know, in those multi-millions of dollars like that, you know, they're, they're typically working with, uh, you know, tax attorney, tax CPAs to, you know, to, to uh, you know, to, uh, to plan, plan for, for and minimize things. that, you know, wealth is a wonderful thing. You know, I think, you know, all things being equal, you know, more is probably better than less, but as you do acquire more wealth, you know, there is more, uh, more, more headaches. Frustration. You know, there, there is, you know, there, you have to manage it. More money, more problems, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, if, if you just you don't do anything and you, you, you have a complicated or a high level of estate, it's going to cost your heirs a lot more money on the long run than planning on the front end. But it's just, it's an overwhelming task, uh, the right. more worth, the worth right. you have. And, 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 you know, but that, you know, that is, you know, one of the things, you know, if you've got a lot of wealth, you've got to manage it. As far as recent celebrities, have, has there been anyone made headlines? I know Britney Spears was the estate planning case and no one could get enough of with her conservatorship. But now that that's basically over, has any celebrity uh, living or passed away made any estate planning headlines? I can't think. Well, I don't recall any of recent. Uh, you're right. The Britney Spears conservatorship case is the one that's generated a lot of buzz this past year, which is a you know a fascinating uh interesting situation and someone else i was reading the news i can't remember who it was now was claiming that they were kind of under the same situation uh it was, it was yeah, a child of a celebrity i think yeah i don't i don't i don't recall but the uh uh you know you you do uh uh, of course, when was it? Was it? Did Eddie Van Halen? Did he die last year? Was yeah, that some, last yeah, year? Late last year, I believe. Yep. So um, I haven't really heard too much from that one. Uh, the uh, uh, have they yeah. ever buried Robin Williams? I know we talked about that on this show several <laughs> years ago, and the thing then he had been the his family had been fighting about what to do right. with his 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 casket and his body and i don't remember yeah, reading anything that they've ever decided and it's, it's it's been a while since i looked at that but uh I, i'm sure yeah i'm sure all that's that was long taken care of but but he i thought what i remember about his estate was he did have estate planning in place and they fought and, anyway and there were some issues but but what i would suspect is having having done the planning it probably made that easier to resolve you know yes there were some issues but ultimately were able to resolve them. And that probably would have been more difficult had he not had, you know, some good planning in place. So good planning doesn't necessarily mean there's absolutely not going to be issues, but it probably is going to minimize them and make them easier to uh, manage, you know, if they do come up. It seems like a very typical estate planning uh, 
question or, or, or issue that comes up in today's society is second and third marriages leaving assets to uh, not the the spouse who is no not the the parent of the children that maybe one right. or both and that that the children want to say so the the surviving spouse that's not the mother wants to say so what planning techniques can be used to resolve those issues and there still could be issues because like you said right. great plans doesn't mean it's, it's a fail safe right right and, and they and those are perhaps you know the hardest issues to plan for in a lot of ways because uh, you're balancing so many interests you know your, your your children's interests your spouse's children's interests the the uh you know the, taking care of each other uh, so there's just a, a lot of uh, different, uh, uh, you know, con- balancing considerations there. And but when we yeah, when we do that planning, uh, you you can uh, there are a number of ways to plan for it. Um, a, a lot of times we do use trusts. We you know we get some trusts in place. Uh, some people will have formal marital agreements like prenuptial agreements in place. Uh, and you can and look at the uh, asset uh, makeup. You know, maybe uh, in life insurance is uh, used to kind of uh, you know to to provide you know make make the uh, balance everything out. And what so, about a, like a power of attorney issue? You know, the the children are, are wanting to say the parent is hospitalized. The, the they don't share children together, but the children are wanting a say so of, of someone's care. Maybe in a hospital or a nursing home situation, of course, the spouse wants to say so. What kind of takes over at that point uh, as it relates to estate planning to make sure uh, the appointments are actually fulfilling their duties? Right. So the uh, so it, it's probably going to come down to who who the the person named as their agent in in their in their health care power of attorney. Um, uh, I most often in those scenarios, I. I, I at least what I've seen is uh, is is that they they do usually put their spouse there, and, and they want they typically want their spouse to be able to make, make decisions. those decisions without you know you know without the children uh, you know causing the spouse you know a lot of problems with it, um, and then oftentimes the the children will be the the alternate or the successor in case something happened to the spouse. But uh, then if there's a disagreement between the, you know, the surviving spouse and the children uh, from another marriage, yeah, and, and so that would be an yeah, if, if you did not, if there, let's say the person did not have a health care power of attorney and there were disagreements between the spouse and the children, and the spouse is not the parent of those children, uh, you know, you could, uh, you know, in some bad situations, you know, that could end up in court, and court costs money. Yeah, and it's stressful. So a lot of estate planning is done to kind of keep you out of court in the long run. That's right. It's to you know to to keep you out of court, to keep try to keep costs down, to make things less stressful, less time consuming. You know, that's you know you're trying to do all those things. For just turning in, we're with John Baker, estate planning attorney. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Stick around. There's more right after this. are your investments costing you each year most people don't have a clue why is this extremely important because overpaying by just one percent a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28 percent you heard me right 28 percent less at retirement i'm commission free certified financial planner jason qualls 
I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonqualscfp.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. No books to sell, certainly not peddling any financial products. I'll leave that to the other show. Jump in with questions, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Still in the house is John Baker, estate planning attorney. Bakercouncil.com is his web address. John, you mentioned something off air that they got the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie thing going on, where it's uh, they're they're no longer married, right? But he has sued her, right, uh, for some d- grievance that he has, and I'm thinking, man, couldn't you work that out some other way? And it has to do with just assets that I guess that they had divided in their divorce, right? Right, because that's part of estate planning. Yeah, that's that's what it uh, appears to be. Uh, they he had a winery, or they had a winery together in France while that, they were married. While they were married, that that he was very personally involved in, and apparently after the divorce, remained uh, you know very personally involved in the uh, success and operation of that winery, and then uh, then uh, Angelina Jolie. Uh, wanted out wanted out you know for whatever reason <laughs> and i'm sure they had like a clause you know. right they said hey if you want and so yeah you know you, you know so if they so after the divorce they were basically uh business partners yeah how does that go over with a new wife and uh you know sometimes partner. in a partnership arrangement there are buy sell agreements where where if one one partner wants to sell they've got to offer it to the other first and and that could have been in place. I, you know, we just don't know. I did read something where she had indicated that, you know, she had told him quite a quite in advance that, uh, you know, that, that she would be selling her interest. So there could have been some things that went on behind the scenes. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, you're well, what's, certain, his, what's his grievance with it? He, he wants to remain partners with her, or yeah, well, doesn't like the new I partner. Think, <laughs> yeah, I think I think is yeah. We and I don't know, but but the uh, but he was. He was very personally invested in into that winery, and I'm thinking, and, why didn't he buy her half? Yeah, and they mu- and they must have had at least some informal understanding, you know, that, that she would, uh, uh, you know, she would that she wouldn't sell it, or, or or that that was at least not in her plans at that time, and she, you know, she had no intent to sell it. But you know, over time, things change, and she obviously decided she needed to sell her part of it. And you know, usually before a lawsuit is filed, the parties. In, in a contractual arrangement like that, or do try to negotiate and, 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 and settle things in private before filing lawsuit. So, you know, you would have to think that that did go on before he ultimately filed the lawsuit. And uh, so, but what, you know, but what we don't know is, is what, the, what the agreements were. And was there a buy-sell agreement? Did she have an obligation to give him a, a, a first right of refusal or, or, or a purchase in, um, 
right uh, sounds to like to me out. he wanted her to hang on to it because he didn't have the cash to buy her out and in yeah well that was my <laughs> and that was my first thought what it was that, like, just uh, hold on to it a little longer i promise it, i'll get the right. money it's soon. worth a lot of money she decided it was time to sell her half and uh and he may not have uh wanted to pony up the kind of money that, that she could get for it you know we don't know but. well you mentioned crucial planning for business owners you have a partnership yeah. you got to have written agreements so. of what happens to uh, the business or the partner at death disability or someone wanting to retire uh, these are things that have to be planned and it, aside from estate planning wills powers of attorney and trust i would say that that type of business planning is, is overlooked the majority of the time yeah and, and that is that is something that would be you know very helpful if, you know with people to get with you know business attorneys and and and, and state planning attorneys and and their their tax advisors and and to come up with uh ways to uh to do that and it, it's uh you know there's just so many issues there i mean you may i mean your your key employees you know what happens when you die to your business um do you have a key employee that you want to take it over uh how do you how do you uh incentivize the employee you know to stay in the business you know there there are just so many issues that can go on with trying to to pass on a business and to have it continue on you know and in the estate planning front you know if if, let's say you've got three children and one of them is very involved in in the business and the other two you know one's a doctor and one's a lawyer they they, they're not involved in the business you know how are you going to distribute that business you know that at, at at your death are you going to give it all to the child that actually works the business or if that's where most of your wealth is is that fair to the other two you know who are not in the business so there's just so many issues there that if 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 they're not thought through and if they're not planned in advance are are probably going to create a lot of family friction you know after death john baker estate planning attorney john what's the best way to reach you obviously there's a website bakercouncil.com you have yep. an office right here in Murfreesboro. Yeah, we're at uh, 615-896-5621. 896-5621. All your estate planning questions answered off of the air. John, I appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks. Great being here as always. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Stick around. We're back right after this. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134. Or visit my website, jasonqualscfp.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Back and forth to my mind behind a sick 
Welcome back to Financial Coaching Radio. Want to get this point across before it loses my small pea-sized brain. We as humans, we're not very good at learning from the past, are we? Or we too soon forget the lessons of the past. And we're facing a little bit of market turmoil, and that's nothing new. But every time the market runs rearing back with some declines, people forget that it wasn't that long ago that this happened before, and we recovered just fine, and it wasn't too long ago before all that that it happened, and we recovered just fine, and it's been going on for over 100 years, and there's nothing's going to change that in my view. But we get in panic mode. We get all emotional. That's, that's the ticket, right? We have to be able to make smart decisions aside from our emotions. Emotions, whether you're talking about sports, relationships, or business, or investing. Your emotions will screw things up worse than anything else. This is a piggybacking on what I said in the first segment. A third-party, independent, fee-only financial planner could be your voice of reason and save you from major mistakes when we're going through times of volatility. Learn more by listening to the podcast of Financial Coaching Radio at financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives. You can also catch the show every weekday, 4 o'clock right here on WGNS. I'm out today. Enjoy your your time off. Enjoy your afternoon. I'll be back with you next time. Same time, same channel right here on WGNS. But keep it locked in. Until then, we'll love to talk on the way. <laughs>